having a beautiful centerpiece matching tablecloths or a sparkly Zoom background may not guarantee that the celebration will be meaningful. So what do we need to consider to have a celebration that can be meaningful to all and elevate and deepen the experience for all? I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. Well, During this month, we're celebrating the first year of the Language Alchemy podcast. And as many of you know, we had a live virtual anniversary celebration. Over the next few weeks, I will be highlighting important aspects of that celebration and inviting you to participate. Yes, there's still time. Even if you couldn't make it to the live celebration, you can still participate. I will share how in a few minutes. In this episode, I like to talk about the language we can use to create meaningful celebrations. I will share three components of meaningful celebrations and real examples from the life anniversary party. So what are meaningful celebrations? These are celebrations that consciously elevate and deepen the experience for everyone who attends, including the hosts. Many times when we have a celebration, we focus most of our attention and energy on the more superficial elements of the event. If it's going to be in person, you may spend hours thinking about the color of the tablecloths, the decoration you will have, or the decoration theme. If the celebration is going to be online, We may spend the bulk of our time thinking about the Zoom background we'll have, the outfit we will wear. And in general, we tend to give a lot of thought to the look and the aesthetics of the celebration. Then, of course, we may devote time and energy to decisions like food, drinks, entertainment, cost, things like that. And while all these details are important to consider, Having a beautiful centerpiece, matching tablecloths, or a sparkly Zoom background may not guarantee that the celebration will be meaningful. So what do we need to consider to have a celebration that can be meaningful to all and elevate and deepen the experience for all? In this episode, I am going to offer you three things to consider. And of course, they have to do with the language you use. So that next time you want to have a meaningful celebration, you give more of your attention to these three elements than to the aesthetics of the events. So let's start. Number one, using language that prepares your guests for something meaningful. To do this, you can ask yourself, what level of connection do I want to support with this event? What kind of interactions would I like to have space for? To give you an example, if you're on my mailing list or follow me on social media, you received invitations from me saying, and I quote, the Language Alchemy podcast is turning one year old. I could have not done this without you. 
As an expression of gratitude for joining me on this journey, I'm hosting a Zoom podcast party and you are invited. With those words, I let you know that you are important to me, that you have contributed to helping this podcast be published week after week for 52 weeks in a row, and that the invitation to the party is an expression of gratitude. See, the language I used prepared you to know that we were going to celebrate by expressing gratitude, something that's very meaningful. Notice that I could have just said, the Language Alchemy podcast is turning one. There will be a Zoom party. Here are the details. Register to get the link. Had I said that, I would have invited you to the party, but without preparing you for the meaningful experience I wanted you to have. And after using this language in the invitation, I also added, and I quote, Come to the live podcast party to share your favorite podcast episode or share about something useful you learned and applied in your communication. You can also ask me questions about communication or about the podcast and be part of the anniversary podcast episode. And you'll also enter a raffle. As you can see, I was using very intentional language to let you know that if you accepted this invitation, you had the opportunity to participate in a meaningful way. The language already set you up for something meaningful. The second element in having a meaningful celebration is to reflect on the meaningful characteristics that you would like the celebration to have. And then you need to be willing to embody those characteristics through the way you communicate. So if you want the celebration to be deep, then you need to be willing to be the first one to be deep. If you want the celebration to be tender, you need to be willing to be the first one to be tender. I think you get the idea. When I considered the meaningful characteristics for the podcast party, I thought of excitement, inspiration, authenticity, gratitude, love, and community. Now, listen to a clip from the live party and pay attention to the language I used to start the party. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much. I want to offer a warm welcome to all of you who are here. Thank you so much for coming to celebrate in community the first year of the Language Alchemy podcast. And I'm really so touched and grateful to see your faces. I am really so grateful for your support. So today, about 10 minutes ago, I was looking at how many people are listening to the podcast and in what countries is the podcast being heard? And so I'm going to read the list. And today, the Language Alchemy podcast reaches thousands of people in the United States, China, Germany, the UK, Norway, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Argentina, Canada, Spain, Poland, the Netherlands, Ukraine, Colombia, India, Italy, Romania, Albania, Singapore, Indonesia, Ireland, Peru, Brazil, France, Hungary, Portugal, Costa Rica, Mexico, Philippines, Sweden, Austria, Belgium, Switzerland, Czech Republic, Israel, the Republic of Korea, Luxembourg, Turkey, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. 
Yes, it's really amazing. I'm really, really touched because a lot of people are having access to these tools for free and all of you contributed to that. Can you hear how all these characteristics are here? Excitement, inspiration, love, gratitude, authenticity, community. The language I used and my tone of voice helped people have an experience where all these characteristics were present. Now, listen to the clip of the live party to one of these language alchemists and how they express themselves. You're going to hear that all these meaningful characteristics are present in her language. Oh my goodness, I'm getting emotional just thinking about that meaning when we're talking about how you can show up more and share these gems with the world and and here you are. So I got I got very emotional when you started listing off the countries and just the outreach of of this information and this is not even just information and, and knowledge and, and wisdom. It's it's a vibration, it's an energy that's being transferred to others. And I love getting to know you through these podcasts and how you share your experiences and what you've gone through. And especially when it came to talking about biases and, and racism, I was like, oh my gosh, I could, I really felt that. And just your, your vulnerability or your, your willingness to be held accountable and, and talk about difficult, difficult things that a lot of us don't want to talk about or look at within ourselves and just to instigate that conversation with yourself, to be able to instigate the conversation with others. And I felt very seen and heard through those conversations, particularly the episode when you're talking about the Greek girl and the Nigerian boy who were classmates and that the girl did not want to work with the boy and how in the end they ended up choosing each other. I got, that made me so, oh my gosh, emotional because I, I could relate to that experience myself growing up in Marin County as a Salvadoran little girl and having others not want to play with me or, or seeing my teacher have difficulties with how to navigate that. And so I, I feel like this is tremendous work and I pray that more people can listen and, and tune in and I'm willing to share this with my coworkers and I'm trying to see like how I can start bringing that to the table and be like, Hey, I work with a communication coach and she has a podcast to check it out. <laughs> and maybe, maybe more people will start being able to have these tools and better the relationships and their connections, because that's exactly what we need. The communication is absolutely essential to, to navigating these times and navigating all these uncertainties and fears that we're going through with love and compassion. So I really feel blessed to be a part of this with you. Thank, Thank you. you, Jen. So glad that you felt seen and heard in some of those episodes and that your experience was reflected too. Did you get it? All those meaningful characteristics were naturally there. Now, let's talk about the third element of a meaningful celebration. A celebration is an expression of acknowledgement. It is an expression of gratitude. And sometimes when we express gratitude, we use very general and abstract language that keeps the gratitude at a superficial level. 
If you'd like your expression of gratitude to go deeper, to go to a more meaningful level, then it's important to use specific language. Listen to this clip of this other language alchemist who attended the live party. Alejandra, it is just so sweet to be here. I am so overjoyed and delighted, and I don't think overjoyed is the right word or, or accurate word, I should say, because I don't think there's a possibility of being overjoyed. I think it's just this upwelling of joy that I feel to be here and to just celebrate your capacity to reach so many people and to have touched my life so deeply mm-hmm. in the way that I now I'm communicating more effectively with more confidence, with a sense of compassion and truly connection to my own heart. So I deeply, deeply, deeply thank you for that. I too am just in awe every time a podcast comes out and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's bringing words to the heart vibrations that I want to express but I don't seem to be able to at this moment. And then working through the podcast and hearing, and I love that you constantly give us steps, like the five easy steps. That really is very valuable and accessible, like others have said. So I wanna just point that out again, that that has been quite effective for me. I'd love to share one of my favorite podcasts. I mean, there are so many, but one of them that stands out for me was when in March you spoke about how we communicate to women and about women and how you gave five ways to shift that. And, and one of them, I mean, there were all of them were so fantastic, but one of them was talking about how many times when a little girl is saying what she wants or a young woman is standing in her power and says, we often will tend to say, oh, she's being so bossy. And that's something that I've heard in my own family. And even about a niece, you know, or a cousin or whomever, myself, perhaps. Yes, actually. And so I loved that you gave some other context to that bossiness. You said tenacious, determined, purposeful, all of these other, and and so that just placed a whole different lens on it. And I also remember part of that podcast was about encouraging us to talk about things we admire about women, the women in our lives, and not just about appearance, but really about what it is that moves us or has touched our own lives and hearts that the women have have done or said or participated in. So that was another really poignant and I think very important message right now for all of us. And I have three boys, so I sent that right off to them. (laughs) I certainly did. And I sent it to all the men in my life, my brother, my beloved, because I think, and my sisters, and you know, This is something that um, I can all be a part of, which is what you so generously encourage us to do, is to be a part of this shift in a kind, compassionate, and and really heartfelt way. So again, I I bow with such gratitude. Could you hear how specific Denise's language is in her expression of gratitude? She offered specific examples She talked about her specific feelings, her specific experience, and she also highlighted what contributed to her experience of gratitude. 
I will record another episode on the language of gratitude because there's so much more I'd like you to be aware of when you express it. For now, let's recap. In this episode, I share with you three elements that are important to have in a celebration if you would like that celebration to be meaningful. These elements are number one, preparing your guests for a meaningful celebration with the language you use in the invitation. Number two, reflecting on the meaningful characteristics you'd like the celebration to have and being willing to embody those characteristics through the way you communicate. And number three, expressing gratitude using specific language. So next time, when you want to have a meaningful celebration, now you know how to use language alchemy to transform what could be an ordinary event into a meaningful one. Now, as this podcast turns a year old, I want to thank you for listening, for your attention, for using these tools, for sharing this podcast with others, for leaving reviews on the platform where you listen to the podcast, and for emailing me and encouraging me to keep going. I have something special for you. Listen until the end. And before I share that, I can't end this episode without thanking all the people who are involved in the making of the podcast. First and foremost, my beloved Matthew, my number one fan, an excellent critic of the Language Alchemy podcast, the person I talk to every week about what the podcast is going to be about, the person who holds space for me when I'm stuck or when I'm scared, the person who's my technician when the equipment fails, which happens very often, and the person who holds the cat when I'm recording and our cat insists that he has to play with a noisy toy right where I'm recording the podcast. And also the person who edits the weekly stories you get in your newsletters. I have infinite gratitude for all the ways Matthew loves me, supports me, and helps me support others. I also want to thank all my dear friends who've heard me again and again talk about the podcast and the actual people who are involved in the podcast. Anna from the Podcast Space, who helped me with the concept and initial launch and production of the Language Alchemy podcast, my past assistants, and my current amazing team. Trish, Rebecca, and Anne. Trish, my right hand, who makes sure I meet all my deadlines. Rebecca, who sets up the newsletters and does all kind of admin magic. And also Anne, who helps with social media. I also want to give a shout out to Hivecast, my current podcast editors. They take care of the show notes and the podcast distribution, and they make sure that this podcast sounds good to your ears. And I really want to give a special thanks to Ari, my podcast manager, who sends me emails after episodes saying it's an honor to help you put these tools out there. And to all the language alchemists, clients, and students who ask me again and again to have a podcast and who inspire me every week. And as an expression of appreciation for you, and because I know many of you wrote to me that you wanted to come to the party but couldn't, 
You can still participate in this podcast celebration until August 15th. How? Share how the podcast has helped you or suggest a topic for the podcast for year two and you will enter into a raffle with communication prizes, including a one-hour communication coaching session with me. We will have the raffle live on August 15th. You can find the information on how to participate at languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast anniversary. And at the end of the live party, we ended with a joyful. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, Ciao, ciao! Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.